0: The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Gilroy for America Exploratory Committee Meeting Minutes. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode All right, episode so if one. we're all here, let's do a quick roll call for the first meeting of the Gilroy for America Exploratory Committee. Of course, I am campaign strategist Noel Articuno, and I am present Campaign strategist, Harvey Cleese. Are you present?
1: Uh, My name's Harvey Cleese. I work with the youth outreach. I'm also a strategist, uh, present
2: campaign manager, Kentucky red. Are you present? Uh, you, you, you sure enough know about that. I, 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 uh, my name is uh, Kentucky Red, and I just, I just might be the most wily old c- campaign consultant this side of the Mississippi. You'll find that I've done yeoman's work for such successful conservative campaigns as Kurt Carruthers and his run for state comptroller of Mississippi, and uh, also uh, Trucks Bunions in his lieutenant gubernatorial run in South Carolina. And I'm looking forward to helping a Mr. Gilroy Monsanto take himself to the White House.
0: And last but not least, Gilroy Monsanto. I mean, I don't even need to ask, except actually for the sake of the meeting minutes, I do need to ask. So um, are you present?
3: Well, what a kill you, boy! To give me a, a the the uh, uh, illustrious Gilroy Monsanto, the the celebrated, the patriotic American, standalone stalwart of this country, Gilroy. Come on, we're starting a campaign here, boy. You gotta get some some emotion behind that to really tell them what Gilroy Guy is gets about. Some in your step, a
1: little bit of flavor.
0: Well, I assure you, I'm very excited for this uh, candidacy, but we all know why we're here, and we have some emergency situations that need our attention, some unsavory element has leaked to the press that Gilroy recently ordered a Carhartt jacket. And, you know, the media knows exactly what that means. The cat's out of the bag. This presidential candidacy is on, and we need to strategize fast.
2: You know, speaking of that, I got myself a brainstorm just now. Uh, we're talking about that Carhartt jacket, which we all know, you know, we love to see out there on the campaign trail. But I was thinking, what if we went a step further and, and we raised the, the t- competition? What if uh, we sent Gilroy out in the campaign uh, wearing uh, a pair of uh, sort of Country Bear jamboree overalls with perhaps one of the flaps undone uh, as, as a real outreach to the common man? Now,
3: now I have a few questions regarding the uh, overall situation. Uh, Kentucky Red. I know you're a celebrated political strategist, and I, I I really respect your opinion. Now, uh, am I wearing a shirt under one of the stra- overall straps, or am I going uh, you know, uh, yokel style, so to speak?
2: Now, ideally, we're 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 talking local bloke yokel style here. Uh, I would like to see you with with the with the bare shoulders uh just mingling it up with the hoi polloi but uh, i understand sometimes you know you might have a a big ticket fundraiser you got you got uh your your captain's industry around you might want to throw a shirt on uh but if you're out pressing the flesh uh, you got to be showing the flesh too in my opinion well i think if he's gonna not wear a shirt and show some shoulders he can't be wearing shoes oh absolutely 100 percent but and well, perhaps suggest uh, that the, as as a the bit kids. of the thumb speech, you could stop to regale the audience with uh, some harmonica solos. Oh
1: harmonica,
3: oh my! Well.
2: And I would
1: suggest that the kids got to give something to the kids. You know, something they're going to see and uh, identify with. And I think uh, maybe uh, maybe an earring on one of your ears.
3: Well, uh, you know, just I, an I idea. Heard- I'm an old style fella and I heard uh, certain things about a fella that has just one ear. So I'm not against the earring theory if y'all think it's best, but uh, I would
2: say I'd prefer to have two earrings if I'm going to do it at all. I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards septum piercing myself. I feel like that. Uh, kind of make you step aside from the from the competition and also remind everybody of livestock, which once again, just burnishes your uh, country bona fides.
1: Now, that's an interesting idea that Kentucky has here, because if he has that uh, septum style piercing, he could run on the. Idea that he's a bull. Yeah, like,
2: I'm a well, big bull.
1: Monsanto is a
2: bull. I'm not even a human being. I've escaped from the paddock, and I want to make America great again.
3: Well, you know, I, I before
2: we get to, uh, uh into
3: the uh, the shirtless discussion or the overalls discussion, I, I want to bring up one medical condition to y'all's attention. Now, I have about, I'd say, you know, it doesn't sound like much when I put it this way, but it looks like a lot if you see it. I have a skin tag on the underside of my armpit uh, that registers in at about a quarter inch long. Now, you can see it. The wind does make it move. It is visible in photographs uh, due to the slight discoloring of the skin tag skin. Now, will that Have people relate to me more as a common man, or will that cause
2: people to be, you know, disgusted uh, by my visage? Uh, You know, I I, I think we could play it either way. I mean, we could make it look kind of gross sometimes so people feel bad for you. Uh, And other times, maybe we could use it as a a branding opportunity. We could, you know, perhaps
1: he could get a tattoo in that area. Yeah. You know, you make it look like
2: something coming off of you you know, like you're well, someone, to as someone like, who's fresh like out of a uh, turning point like, USA. Oh, this, this thing's China. It's, 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 it's all me. It's getting bigger. Everybody, we got to do something about this. <laughs> I
0: I, I got to push back on the tattoo angle a little of, I just graduated from college about two or three years ago. And you know, the, the median age of a Gilroy voter is about 95. <laughs> and when I show up as a young, clean cut, 23 year old with no, I just get in front of the mic in front of these 95 year olds. And I say, I have no tattoos and they just break out into applause. Oh, yeah.
3: I feel like cheering right now.
0: I I think the tattoo thing might be a little misguided. Um, And I also think, you know, given that your median voter is 95 years old, they see you as a young man, too. So maybe south of the Mason Dixon, all these things we're saying about the... Uh, you know, the overalls and everything are going to play super well down there. But when you come north of that Mason Dixon line, I think you just put on a suit and a tie and you tell them you have no tattoos and you're going to win over the rest of these, uh, no. some of these persnickety northerners up here.
3: Well, that's a good way of putting it, I suppose. Huh? It's, it's something to, to really uh, to think about. Uh, you know, um, another thing that's gonna come up with the shirtless situation is as I do is you know, I'm I,
2: I assume I will be required to shave my shoulders if that's oh, the absolutely case, am not? I not? I'll I walk out this campaign. If anybody even mentions the prospect of you shaving them shoulders, that that them, them hairs up there, that is one of your chief attributes to voters.
3: Well, you know, I have a back hair style that sort of creeps up through my T-shirt line and, and fringes outwards. I think, you know, perhaps if I'm at, you know, let's say the Mississippi, you know, state fair, that'll play off. But if I go all the way up to that Iowa State Fair, Without no shoes
2: on, my big old shoulder hairs. All right, you know. I, I'm willing to compromise. I understand. I hear you. You know the Yankees are a little bit, uh, a, a little bit snooty about some things that, that they don't, they don't do it like we do down south. So I'll, I'll reach you halfway and I'll say, for public events in the north, tuxedo pants, tuxedo shoes, and then the barrel with suspenders, but with a shirt. I'll throw
3: in. I will also chomp on a stalk of hay.
2: Okay. Yes. I ston- exactly. I, big I feel like a that's a fine compromise. We were, we well, keep my, it country, thought, even in the north.
0: Thinking about the shoulder hair, my thought is that hair is manly, you know. And that's what I'm maybe talking we can, about. We can get some campaign issues out of this by pushing this and taking it to our opponents. Of what if everyone in the military has to grow a beard?
2: Mm-hmm. Our oh. military
0: is isn't manly as it used to be.
2: It's true. You, you, you do you do you'd be you know, like we we're, we're, we're manning even. up. That's that's your campaign slogan. Man up man, man up with Gilroy Monsanto. Yeah. And it's like everybody's and, getting bearded, and if they got a beard, they gotta get a bigger beard. Everybody's man in the up, army, you can stay in the army. Man.
3: As long as you grow a beard, you can stay in the army.
2: Yep. Well and that's fair the,
3: for genders. The kids,
1: these kids might not really identify because you know they're they're constantly doing these genders and well, I don't know how if that's going to play out with the the younger crowd, especially the people in their sixties. Well, those kids, those kids are all, you know, they're in the, you know Chicago and talking about, you know, making the schools have no bathrooms for anyone. You could just go anywhere.
0: I heard they got litter box. They got rid of the bathrooms and they only have litter boxes in schools nowadays. That's I did hear I,
3: that as well. I heard that as well. I heard that as so well. We, and that's we the exact need that kind of we stuff we need to be telling that. these old people.
0: We need a stance because like, now that people have it's leaked that you're running, they're going to ask us about this at the next press conference. The litter box in schools issue.
3: You think that's going to come up first? You think that's going to be the first question? Oh, absolutely. Oh, well. All right. Well, I should res- uh, prepare a response. And I guess, I guess, uh, you know, I would say, you know, it's got to be something cool, right? If I'm doing the man up style, I guess I, I should say, like, you know, where does a real man go to the bathroom or something like that? Which uh, saying a real man goes to the bathroom in the toilet. D- d- that's you know, not I true.
0: I think maybe what we need to uh, encourage these schools to do is get trees outside, like designated trees where everyone can go pee. Yeah. Well, have what everybody about peeing peeing like outside. a number two? That's too.
2: nice. Like it's in nature, in nature. Like that's nice. Yeah. It's, it's, well, that's it's,
1: good. That's good. Because the, 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 the Democrats do push the, the environment stuff. So when Don Lemon is is grilling Gilroy, he could, you could say he's going to plant many trees, and that's that'll lock in a lot of people. You know, Mr.
0: Cleese, promise- Mr. Cleese, Mr. Cleese, I I argue with your. Um- the nomenclature you've used there, I think campaign polling shows that Democrats is kind of a loaded term and demon rats plays a lot better to the elderly voters that are likely to connect with our message. Well, you
1: know, I'm working with the, the young people. I'm, you know, 70 years old, still doing this job and I've been doing it a whole lot longer than you, kid.
0: Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to bring you up to snuff on the, on the, some of the terminology here, but I, well, I respect you working with the elderly, I respect okay? my elders.
3: Yes. I think, you know, what I could do if they ask me my opinion on that, I should say that, you know, as a red-blooded, like, virile, uh, angry American man, that, uh, you know, I think that it's cool to go to the bathroom outside and that if you don't believe me, uh, you can watch me right now. And then I'll, like, go to the woods or whatever and the cameras can follow. And then I'll, like, you know, I'm not really sure how to do a number two uh, so I think it would be more like I'd put my back against the tree, like the trunk, and I'd like make a ninety degree angle with my legs, and like kind of pull my and then go that way. Or is there another stra- strategy to uh, go in number two The other two way outside? you can
2: do it. The only way you want to, if you want to mess the, the try this is you 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 kind of you crouch down. Well, uh, kind of giving the tree a hug. You kind of like facing the tree, giving it kind of a your hug, and then you you put your backside out. And then you can go that way as well. I've been told, don't have personal experience, mind you.
3: Well, my my fear with that would be some residue as such uh, getting on, you know, my shoes. Or, you know, we haven't really discussed my well, outfit for uh, so I could be wearing overalls with no shoes, and then it wouldn't be a problem. I
0: gotta say though, it looks kind of bad. If you're peeing on a tree, it looks bad. If that tree is taller than you and above you, it's kind of like it, uh, you're submissive oh. to the tree. So, what if? Uh, for the campaign, we have you piss out of a helicopter onto a tree that's beneath you. Yeah. So it shows you in a position of authority. Now we're talking. I
3: thought I. What if I have to take a number two? Oh, so uh, you go you're gonna right take a dump on that, on that tree on that, from that, above. That ain't, no,
2: that ain't nothing. You can do that uh, every day, twice on Sunday.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I guess we have that uh, now. Now, tell me, should I announce my candidacy tomorrow then and then immediately go into the, uh, you know, go into the bathroom helicopter on the tree type thing as a way of, I guess, protesting uh, little boxes in American high schools? Am I following this correctly? Yeah, you, you get up in a helicopter
2: stance. and you, you call yourself a press conference. You got you got some reporters in there, some fake news media in there, and you're in the Chinook helicopter, Will Rent. And then you say, I'm, I'm Gilro Monsanto. I'm running for president. And this is what I think your your kitty litters so, in the schools. And then you just lean <laughs> your big old backside off the side of that uh, helicopter and you go to town. One, two, even three, if you could pull it out. So you know, sort of
3: like announcing <laughs> my political opinions maybe as Jackass would when they come when a, they're uh, announcing uh, a, a premise.
1: Uh, have a couple of uh uh young uh good-looking girls with you too to clap when you do it.
2: Oh, that'd be nice. A little, little bit of oh, sugar yeah. to go down there with the uh, excrement. Short skirts too.
3: Well, you know I'll swing by the Hooters. You know the Hooters. were having the Super Pack meeting later tonight. I'm sure uh, you know there'll be a couple waitresses there.
2: Don't mind making a little bit of money,
3: and after that, I'll see if they want to get on the helicopter.
2: Yeah, and then when you uh, land and need to get the, the the bigger press conference, and you got to go into more detail, you give your speech before your first supporters. When the helicopter lands, they're waiting for you uh, downwind <laughs> to where you released your business. Of course, we wouldn't want it. To, we wouldn't want that to happen again. I'll tell you, uh, it's not great when that occurs, but. We'll have a little press conference, little uh, rally, and you can pitch uh, another piece of legislation that I think you should uh, uh, sign your name to and become a signature for your campaign, and that is to repeal the anti-booby-trapping laws that currently exist in this country that prevent people from setting up lethal Home Alone-style traps in their home to ward off uh, any home invaders. And I feel like this is... Oh, I'm right there with you. This uh, restriction... Uh, is real inhibition on people's right to defend themselves in their homes, and the, the, uh, you it, can get it, some big attention early on by saying we're going to get rid of this nonsense. You you can put punchy stakes uh, underneath your your welcome mat. Government doesn't hear to tell you not to do that if you think you need to do it to protect your home. You know you I can remember put a great a big American wooden
3: mallet behind your front door. Ain't nobody can stop you. It's America.
0: I seem to recall a great American named Rube Goldberg who uh, kind of invented this principle. And where is he in today's discourse? Nowhere, because the demon rats have outlawed his kind of American innovation. Lord, we got stuff kind of
2: canceled.
0: Why
1: are you bringing up the, the Supreme Justice Goldberg? She's dead. She <laughs> was long, too long. And she was one of these Democrats that was constantly slowing down our progress for this country.
3: Y'all right there, Harvey. You got your eyes kind of drooping off there for a second. <laughs> I got a little bug. You want a f- cup of coffee? Somebody get him. Why don't you get, grab him a cup of coffee? I'm a bit of mayonnaise on my tie here. Oh, yeah. Just go ahead and wipe that off. We need you all focused, Harvey. We need you for this campaign. Huh?
0: Someone want to push his eye back into the socket a little? Hey, kid, you got any of those <laughs> You cigarettes? look like a
3: pug. <laughs> it's a hot one, though. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. Maybe we should get on to uh, my principal source of funding. Uh, what is the correct strategy, Kentucky Red? Uh, I want to know: Are we targeting the elderly, or are we targeting just rich old billionaire guys? Like, which one are we going for?
2: Now, it, both uh, these are both tried and true uh, strategies, and you could do a bit of both, but you should usually have one that you're focusing on. Whether you know you go for a couple of big uh billionaire benefactors, uh, or if you 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 cast the wet not wider for some uh fixed income senior citizens that you uh, reach out to in the digital place. And I I, I got to tell you, I, I've had to go on the balloon rides with these billionaires and had to laugh at their jokes while they're hunting for human prey on private islands. And I tell you, it gets it gets wearing and it takes a lot of your time that you need to be out there pressing that flesh wearing your hobo bindle. Uh, So for my money, you can't beat the return on investment of targeting scared old people with uh, fraudulent emails, because the thing about these old people is that if you put it in uh, print in front of them, they'll believe it's true because they think. Oh, they wouldn't go to the trouble of printing it out if it wasn't real. But what they don't realize is it's basically free to put something on the Internet. They're thinking you got to use printing presses and such. God bless them. But it means you can tell them literally anything and they will immediately click a button that unknowingly gives you a permanent access to their bank account. And they'll never even notice. Oh, look, I got to say
0: with some of these fixed income elderly voters uh a few of them you know some of them have gotten a little more sophisticated in recent years though where they expect something in return I'm talking about a commemorative plate with your face on it a fake commemorative gold coin mm-hmm. with your face on it oh yeah uh, they're going to like good that. as a coin. is
2: key to this work and the thing is you can get you can buy this stuff by by the ton from China I'm telling you what and so it, it, it's basically free to send this out to people. And in return, they will give you power of attorney. You know, yeah. For, for example, I, I have
0: some connections in this industry, in fact, and uh, they're willing to sell us 5 million Mitt Romney coins that we can melt down and reshape into Gilroy coins.
1: Well, that's
3: that's awfully convenient. Uh, when, uh,
1: very interested in that. Uh, yeah. When, uh, uh, when Henry Ford was president, he would connect with the... Uh, his worker voters and he would go to the fields where they're building the cars. He would hand out slices of bologna, you know, for a lunch. And they just loved them.
3: Is that strategy? You think I should employ Harvey or, you know, well, uh, I think, well, I, you
1: know, at the gold coins or something, is going to be a little bit more elevated. You, I know uh, everyone
3: likes b- bologna, but
1: you know, you, maybe if you, uh, uh, if you wrote a skateboard, I'm gonna See these go kids with the all skateboards these days I'm
3: gonna go uh I'm gonna go with the coins there I think uh, we're gonna go ahead and target the elderly with some of that stuff I got a friend down at consumer cellular and uh you know if I I think I can sweet talk him into making my voice the chirp on sound when you turn on the phone. So I'm going to work on that, have it say something like, you know, vote for Gilroy's a vote for a strong man with, you know, who's never needed any assistance, you know, restoring his hairline with chemical products.
0: You know, how about with the coins? I thought of a new angle that might push this into new, new unexplored territory. What if we tell the voters that right now you can pay $5 per coin and if you are elected, you promise to turn each coin into legal a hundred dollar tender. So oh. that's a twenty times return on their investment if you take office.
3: Now, would I have the power as president to do a, a well? A that's such not thing particularly as
2: that. important as long as they believe <laughs> yeah, that no, you do. They'll forget not, about it by then. They're most likely going to have passed beyond before that occurs. But uh, if it, even if not, they're not going to remember by then. A Precious no. These people are still waiting on them to RV the dinar, and they're not that mad about it. They're still yeah, voting they, Republican. They, they have no idea that they well, have pallets it, man, of yeah, Iraqi the dinar
0: is not necessarily
3: done for. You know, I have a lot. You know, a lot of the dinar could could be worth something one day. Now, yeah, just imagine all if all I'm your saying. face
0: was on the dinar. That's what I'm talking about here. That's the kind of vision I'm presenting.
3: Wow, well, was very interesting to me. Uh, I'm quite into that. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, you know. Um, So if we target the elderly to win the campaign nomination, we should probably focus most of our attention on the most elderly states. Uh, I'm thinking we should set up our campaign
2: headquarters in northern Florida. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that is is the Redneck Riviera there. That right there is your... That is your money train. And then you're going to be able to go up and down there and you're going to be able to scare up so many social security checks. You're not going to be able to shake a stick at them.
3: Now, I don't want to talk about specific real estate or nothing yet, but I want you all to know my intentions. Uh, I think I sh- I want to have my campaign headquarters next to a place that sells, like, luxury golf carts, mm-hmm. because that's going to be my core demographic, is people on, like, $5,000 golf carts going from to and fro in some balmy town. Well,
0: I, I, would-, I would hesitate to, um, you know, say say anything contrary to that, but... I'm thinking, where is the number one place where you see Social Security checks being spent? It's the casino. Crackle barrel. The oh, casino. No, Why don't too. we set up in a casino in northern Florida? Oh, these these voters are bringing their money there already. Yep.
3: I can see Kentucky Reds' eyes lined oh, up. I baby. See the coins I'm, I'm just seeing around. the possibilities here. Yeah, you, you got a bunch I'm of them. I'll tell you what. I'm not lying. I'm looking in Kentucky Red's eyes, and when you said casino, his eyes went up and down like a slot machine, and then it said two bars. Yep, they
2: turned into cherries for a second there. Yep, we just are like, hey, come on in here, and uh, your your bets in our uh, loose slots here. They they double his contributions to the Gilroy campaign.
3: Oh wow! So that's gambling you can feel good about. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should advertise that on the casino we open up to fund our own campaign. And Mm -hmm. I'll come out in my overalls with no shoes on. (laughs) And, you know, I'll tell them I'm going to go to the bathroom off the helicopter, whatnot. And I think we just go around with a wicker basket right there, and we'll probably get thousands loaded up in that thing.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, we could even announce your campaign where you pull the first lever on that first slot machine, and then all the seniors just go loose. They run (laughs) loose after that.
3: Now, can, can we pay some seniors? Uh, 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 through some sort of prize or compensation, uh, to all line up at the slot machines and press the buttons as fast as they pop possibly can for some kind of hypothetical contest. Because I truly enjoy
2: that sound. Oh, we will have that all day long. Now this is gonna be uh. It's going to be a hoot and a half. And then, well, we got them all in there and they're all going to town. We have on the PA, we go, uh, attention, uh, every one of y'all's, uh, your car's been done broken into and your homes are being invaded <laughs> right now. And uh, that they're just going to get so darn scared, they're going to throw all their money in your pocket, hey, begging you to save them.
3: You know what I think we should do as well? And, and you know, just because we, you know, this is all for a common good of getting me president so I can correct the world. So it don't really matter all methods of how we do this. But perhaps after we tell them that the homes are being broke into, we have somebody waiting outside selling either guns or ring cameras. Mm -hmm. You know, hopefully, if politically this goes right, we'll have somebody selling
1: traps. I I heard. uh,
3: Yeah. uh, Human human style
2: bear trap
1: thing. Yeah. My brother, my brother lives in Florida and, and, you know, these Hispanics are going into people's homes that are taking their dishwashers. So.
3: Uh, sh- well, you know, we can tell them stuff like that. You know, we can tell them, you know, we can also. No, it's,
1: it's true.
0: Well, you might In have to modulate so the message a little hurt. bit. Here's the thing. In Florida, that's going to hurt us with um like Cuban expats. So we might need to be a little delicate with uh, the messaging there. Maybe you we know, say really- that demon rats are coming into your home and stealing dishwashers.
3: Well, I, you know that I think that might be confusing to some of the elderly who might think that, you know, perhaps like a, a you know, a a, a, a politician, a, a, a Feinstein of some sort, is actually rooting around in their house, uh, or they might think just think, a think a like, you know, uh, so they might well, in a minority or something.
0: We've proven um, through polling that rats actually prefer Democrats. That's why they live in big cities. Um, And I've heard that some uh, wily democratic strategists in these big cities, which are very dangerous, by the way, they're trying to get rats on the voter roll because there's more rats than people. And this is like a very concerning new development in electoral fraud that I think the Gilroy campaign needs to be on top of.
3: Now, should I go hard into the electoral fraud? You know, I don't know if that worked out well last time. Well,
0: last time they tried to say it about people. But if you say it about rats, and it really is happening in these big rat infested cities, um, more people are going to be sympathetic to to hatred of rats than to hatred of other people.
3: So how am I going to say this in like a soundbite? I, I go on there, get in front of the podium, and I say what?
0: I say, you know, I call these Democrats demon rats, and that's not just for show. I mean, these they're actually getting rats to vote Democrat these days in these rat infested cities. And I, for one, think it's one person, one vote, not one rat.
2: I got to tell you right now, that is the single uh, stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. And it's genius. (laughs) This is exactly the kind of thing that just gets these old biddies bolt up right in their craftmatic adjustable beds. It's the prospect of a damn demonic rat scurrying around in their baseboards. You're going to get them to, they're going to sign over your houses to you after they hear this one.
0: That's true. We also have polling on the demon part of demon rats and 99% of your voters, Gilroy, identify as Christian. And 40% of those Christians believe in reincarnation. And the last thing they want is to be reincarnated as a demon. We need to make sure we crack down on these demons and we make sure that we know that our voters aren't getting reincarnated as them.
3: So the demon is, is that uh, now is the demon, the Democrat or the demon, the rat?
2: It's you're demon saying demon rat? the rats I, I Democrats. From what, what you're saying here is that it's a are demonic they all want rat. Team. Well, the there's demons,
0: there's rats, and there's demon rats. And all of them vote Democrat.
3: Now, how did how did the Democrats learn how to talk to rats? And we don't know any of that. We ain't got no outreach to none of them rats. I'm sure well, I here's to the thing. These rats a are coming chunk into of them
0: rats. These rats are coming into our cities, and they don't even speak the language. Um, these Democrats are trying to register these rats because uh, it's more votes for them in these big cities. But they don't even speak the language. They don't even have jobs. It's becoming a big. I didn't problem. even
3: know rats had names. I did. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, they're oh, assigning I, them I, names.
1: When I was a, a a child, the Father Stolwell spoke of a demon that was <laughs> haunting the uh the parish and people said that they saw uh uh this demon posing as Father Stolwell uh with women and being promiscuous. So one day I I went to go to the uh uh rectory to pick up some um Plates for the dinner later, the fish fry. And I saw Father Stowell with his face in a woman's breasts. And he was, he was dead drunk.
0: Was it him or was and it knew a demon? I it was a
1: demon. I was the demon. You got your sleeve and a little bit of that cheese air from I, I breakfast hope thing. that
0: didn't happen on election Hold day
1: or he might have voted Harvey. Democrat. Give me one of those napkins. Okay, here you go, Harvey.
3: Yeah, well, uh, you know, the campaign strategy is kind of shaping up. Uh, one other thing I want to touch on in Florida is, is uh, you know, I don't know who which one of y'all is going to be in charge of scheduling this or whatnot, but I need to start going to bingo games. Mm-hmm. I need to get in and start announcing every bingo game. I need to hand out the prizes. They need to think it's me providing the prize, you know. I, ne- I need to start calling out numbers, you know, that's true thirteen a uh, you
2: you gotta be out there in the bingo halls, but you're also gonna have to pick up that dang pickleball you're gonna have to learn i don't I don't necessarily I'm too busy myself to be to be uh messing about on some sort of tennis court, so I don't understand what this pickleball is, but but my seniors love it uh they can't get enough of it, and they're gonna need to see you out there uh pickling about uh on the court if they're gonna take you seriously
3: well uh, then i you know i I think I need to go through the whole litany of uh Elderly games. I need to learn Patonk. I need to learn Old Maid. I need to learn Bridge. You know, all the classics. Then. If, we're, if we're really going to do this right, then I got to really start learning some old motherfucker games. You know what I mean? Yeah, also, you know, this is have true to too be, that uh, uh,
2: you're going to have to be photographed many times eating Werther's originals. You're going to be just popping those things all day, frankly, if you <laughs> want them to notice you.
3: I can spit it out or swallow it, right? If I if it, you don't know, get caught doing that it. now,
2: that 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 be uh, okay. death. But but yeah, if you make sure no one's watching, you can do that. But otherwise, you just need to be seen going to town. They love they love them worthers. They love giving them to their grandkids, and that's what they're going to see you as. Well, their big their big beautiful grandson who does call and who does think their Facebook posts are good.
3: Yeah, I need to start liking people's Facebook. Oh, posts. we can get people to do that right. for you. To let's just get that. let's
0: get campaign staffers to log into your personal Facebook and just comb through liking every post by anyone over 70 years old. Yep, We can ride it out with them doing that. No problem.
3: Sometimes when an old person gets a like of something, they'll call their whole family and they'll say, tell their cousins or something like that. So I think that'd be good. And that'd be good, you know, campaigning for us. Uh, I also think that when I show up to campaign events, I should open up the door of my car and a bunch of wrappers of Werther's originals mm-hmm. and like maybe some beer cans or something. Yes. not not no Bud Light because I heard that one does something to you. But no, uh, you don't want that. You one. want one a a cool beer, like I guess like a like a. I'm trying
2: to think. I don't know. What you're trying
3: a, to think of a cool beer. Yeah, what's a know, cool? I, beer. I, I've to, never to, tried
2: beer before. Used
1: to go to the dock with Steve Bongo. We drink Princess Swish. Well,
2: maybe I'll
3: get some. Princess Swish, and, you know, that's a good old or some Natty Light or something cheap and look like an everyman or something like that. And I'll kick that out of the backseat of my car as I'm, you know, pulling up to campaign events, which I also think I should drive myself. Uh, I got a Ford F-350 that's got a big Taz decal on it. And I think that's going to be insanely popular. Not trying to brag about my car, but, you know, it's so cool. You know, my wife, she, you know, she'll 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 use the, the T-shirt, a, you know, like a sexy Tweety Bird. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a younger lady, so it works. You know, she'll come out of that. I got the Taz car. She's got the Tweety Bird thing. I think I'm going to get every single you know amusement park goer as a voter with that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, maybe maybe speaking of that, you know that old man from the Six Flags commercials. Yeah, Mister Six. Oh, he's a pistol. Oh, maybe that'd be a good get, celebrity
0: endorsement.
3: We yeah, we'd get him as a good celebrity endorsement. I mean, yeah, he'd be wonderful. I already. I already I already picked up some celebrity endorsements. You, you fellas want to hear? Oh,
2: absolutely. This, sure. this is key
3: now. All right. I've been kind of going through my back network here. Uh, first, uh, celebrities I got, you go, y'all are going to love this one, especially you, Harvey. Uh, I got the Adams family. (laughs) Adams family will be endorsing me for president. Uh, you know, even Wednesday, even cousin it, they're going to be endorsing me. They like what I'm doing. Uh, you know, they really, they really, really liked my, uh, 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 political point that, uh, no age verification checks. Apparently they're like super old or something like that. So they were, they were really excited to get an M4 rifle. Uh, next up, uh, John Wayne's ghost. I mm. talked to him in a dream last night. You know, he's he called me uh, uh, the Gipper, which after I figured out it wasn't a racial slur, uh, I was pretty uh, pretty happy about that. compared me to Ronald Reagan, so either that or his ghost had dementia or something. I'm not really sure how that worked out, but he said he's he's going to fight for us. Oh, that's real nice. Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Ooh. Kelsey Grammer's on board. You got Frasier. Frazier. Frazier. You know, he was Frasier on two shows. And he did a lot of other roles. Yeah, you know, he was
2: like, uh, he was the uh, he was a hackfire of a of a submarine captain in, in that there uh, uh Down Paris Cheers.
3: Oh right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought that was episode Cheers. <laughs> yeah,
2: no. Captain Tom Dodge. Yeah, he's uh, the the head of a of a ragtag group of misfits uh, in a diesel submarine. Uh, it's 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 a hoot and a half. I think the last season of Cheers did take place on a submarine though. Uh yeah, a good portion. Now is that Tom bar. Arnold
3: is that that's a Tom Arnold movie?
2: No, that's Michael's Navy, that, <laughs> Navy. You're thinking of thinking of Navy. You're thinking of Michael's Navy. That was a remake of the, or- or- Orness, the old Ernest Borgnine uh, show from the fifties. Easy mistake to make. <laughs> right. There's also well, Tom Arnold also of course, also, of course well. uh, Sergeant Bill Coe with uh, Steve Martin around the same time. Based on the old Phil Silver show.
3: Now, now is that the same? Was he in Captain Ron? Was that Captain Ron? No, no, Ron that's too? Kurt Russell,
2: and that's not based on nothing, and that's not about that's not a he's not really a captain. You know that, right? About Captain Ron, he's just some guy with a boat. He's not in the well, navy or I, nothing.
3: I know that 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 uh uh you know Willard, Wilford was in it, the little boy. Except in this one, he's a grown man. So that's all I really knew about it going in.
2: Well, all those films, you can't go wrong with any of them. I'll just say that.
3: All right, gentlemen, maybe we should switch notes a little bit here. I I
0: got got a few celebrity endorsements, though, that I've been thinking about. Um, Oh, yeah. I think my people are in touch with Clint Eastwood, and he's got a really easy idea. won't take much from you. Remember when he sat down Obama in that empty chair and said bad things about him? He's willing to put an invisible version of you in an empty chair and say good things about you. Like, how you're so busy you couldn't come talk to him, but he knows you're doing good work right now.
3: Mm-hmm. And then maybe we can cut to, like, me being a helicopter, doing the duty off it, whatever, and, uh, you know, getting, uh, uh, you know, everybody mad about trans kids or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's all a work in progress. I'm going to spitball in here as, as we're, go, we're going along, you know. Uh, I'm checking my text here. I actually got some more endorsements coming in. I got Dennis Rader. <laughs> Dennis Rader said I'm doing good BTK work. BTK uh, himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him. I call him Dennis. He ever send you any letters? He sends the funniest oh, letters, yeah. man. You know, his swear.
2: chain emails are just a hoot and a half. Wait, BTK
0: is that one of those Korean? Is he Korean? One of those pop groups?
3: Oh, you you're glad you didn't hear him say that. If he heard you say that, <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't he'd be
2: not, happy he, about that. Not, no he'd not be liking that. No, he, he might have nah, he to have, a, a, have a, an encounter with you if you know what I mean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah so you know don't let him hear that or you might get a visit in about 27 years mm-hmm. you know god willing you know if, if you know
2: well i mean i you know, know i'll this be criminal uh, justice crazy. In his parole hearing that's for sure
3: yeah uh, i also got a text here david berkowitz says i'm with you man
2: that's a good one it's so of sam himself so that's
3: a good one i got gary ridgeway mm-hmm. he's in here too he's yeah, saying that'll help
2: you up there in the pacific northwest that's good
3: yeah <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, of course, everybody knows this. Uh, you know, my biggest probably celebrity endorsement. We're meeting them later at Hooters. You know, Charlie Sheen's gonna be on the campaign. Ooh, so,
0: Mr. really happy Tiger about blood that.
2: Himself. Ooh, I'm, Katie bar that door. That's gonna be me a hell of a him campaign. going to I can't uh, wait.
3: Planet Hollywood wearing matching bowling shirts later. So, yeah, I Hoping can't wait for the, for the after party. If you
2: know what I mean.
3: <laughs> it's the craziest after party of your life that ends at you know 11 p.m.
2: Uh, I, I don't know if I should say anything yet. I'm still in the early negotiating stages, but I am in contact with someone who could end up endorsing this campaign. And I, I truly believe it could be a game changer. Uh, I'm all ears. So yeah, I, I'm in, I'm talking right now with the Noid about a endorsement wow. for Gil Roman Santa. And y'all know the Noid, he hates pizzas and he destroys them, which just so happens to be the favorite food of the grandchildren that your potential voters hate. So you're going to have the noise going out there to say, how y'all I sure do hate children's pizzas and I love ruining them. And I also love Gilmore Monsanto and we both hate your grandchildren. And that's going to be <laughs> Baby, all she wrote. That,
3: that, that is great. I'm all on board. I say we don't even change that. We go with exactly what you said. He just comes out there and says all that stuff in a row. Yeah, absolutely. And I think That's going to work. Yep. Now is he gonna require are we gonna have to you know, considering the NOID and all,
2: are we gonna have to uh slide him a little cash under the table? Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. We're talking uh, it's there's gonna have to be a significant percentage of uh, of ad sales are gonna have to go right to that noid. But I think that's money now, well spent. And of course a percentage you think of that he will he gonna, be gonna my, negotiate uh, my fee, you know, as as the purchaser of media, but you know, that's that's all that's all uh, just business as usual. That's how this stuff gets done, I uh, rest assured.
0: You know, Gilroy, I had another idea. Um, You're you're well known for being particularly close with our nation's uh, vivacious Hooters waitresses from one coast to the other. And I was thinking, what if we play that up and we get a couple dozen Hooters waitresses who know you intimately to get on a commercial and just say what a generous lover you are and how much fun you are to be around and that they love every time you come through their town to their hooters.
3: Well, uh, you know, I I don't want to uh be a stick in the mud and as, as much as uh, I enjoy my uh uh, you know, out of school activities, uh, I think my wife would be pretty upset if a bunch of if there was a nationwide commercial. Well, we'll run it uh, in where every a bunch of hooters waitresses we'll talk about in how I
0: Every market except wherever your wife is at the time. <laughs>
3: You know she got she's you know she's on all that TikTok and stuff. She's on Instagram, you know. So I you know I don't think I could get around this one if I'm being hundred percent honest.
0: Well, we'll put her in the commercial too. Oh,
3: so she can. So you think she? Well, I'll run it by her. She doesn't know that I'm uh you know I had. You know I you know what it, it, it it's sort of like a you know I met her when I was married and now we're married. I'm married to her, right? So you got to figure she thinks right. Like, that I'm still doing that, right? So maybe if I tell her that I'm all around the country at Hooters asking, you know, waitresses to have a seat next to me and then putting my hand on the ground where they're about to sit, you know, so that they sit on my hand, right? Right. So she'll be okay with that when she hears it, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, maybe if you let her be in the commercial, yeah.
3: I'll run it by her, you know. Kentucky Red, you had a, a a happy marriage. Tell me, you think that's
2: a good idea? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, they they love that matrimony and, and the 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 domestic scene. Oh, it's it's catnip. They love it because it reminds them of the 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 family that they would have had if their uh, spouse and and their children weren't such pieces of shit.
3: You know <laughs> what? I'm just gonna say, you want to be the
2: president's wife. Yeah, you know, wouldn't you I just do. buy
3: that if I said, you know, honey, you want to be the president's wife?
2: I I, I would say yes to that uh, that particular uh, request, sweet.
3: Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to ask her. I'm just going to do it. Let's
1: get in motion, boys.
3: We'll, we'll figure it, it out. Up. Pieces will fall as they may. She's cool. Used to,
2: uh,
1: used to uh, cruise around with Richard Dreyfuss and uh, <laughs> he'd ride around in his Eldorado, you know, drinking and you know, bullshitting. And then we'd pick up some girls, you know, they're usually smoking grass a lot younger than us. And Richard Dreyfus would say, let's go to the place. And the place was the mattress store. We'd break into the mattress store. And he said, I'm going to break in every one of these mattresses tonight and you're going to help me. And the <laughs> girls, they just love Dick. And you know, he was my best friend and I, I sure do miss him.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I think does he have an estate or anything that could help this campaign? Maybe. Well, he's got um,
1: I a little bit of a uh, tapioca pudding left. I just have some of that here.
0: Well, that's something that'll that'll help keep this campaign fed for about five minutes.
3: Well, let, you, let Harvey eat his. Let it. Let him eat his tapioca party. I ain't too worried about him. Right? There. You good, right, Harvey? Your nose is bleeding
1: a little bit. Oh, thank you, Gilroy.
3: Oh well, it wasn't a compliment, but all right. Uh, maybe we should move on to another idea. Now, I have something that you know uh, I'm worried may come off as a little sinister. Uh, now, my family, the Monsanto's, we own about a 15% ownership stake
2: in Roku. Y'all familiar with Roku? Oh yeah, that, that's one of the, that's a fine uh, 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 entertainment company right there.
3: Now, I got wind that they are releasing a line of TVs that are aimed just at seniors. Mm. Less buttons, no other races, stuff like that. Yeah. Now, they're saying that this TV can detect if people in the room fall asleep. And as such, hypothetically, this TV would turn off. Mm. Now, what if I suggest instead of the TVs turning off, They'll switch to a video or an audio track of me calmly and patiently telling them that if they die and if I'm president, their grandkids will be in good hands and that I will make it illegal for children under the age of 25 to dye their hair or to cover their beautiful face with bangs. Now, I want to be quiet and patient because I think that'll be good, sublim, you know, That kind of quiet messaging, you know, the time where the people don't know exactly that they're being like uh, tricked or whatnot. I'm suggesting we trick these old people when they fall asleep. Now, is there any way this could potentially backfire on me or my campaign?
2: Now, I think well, this I is another winner uh, right here. Uh, and I, 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 I got a line on some uh, some of these old people TV you're talking about. Uh, I know the, I know some of the creators and distributors and I can get you I can get you a hell of a deal on them. And uh, of course, you know, there will be a percentage uh, that I'll make on the sale of every television that that, again, is just standard procedure in a campaign that's serious about uh, taking a White House.
3: Well, you know I trust you, and I know that uh, uh you uh, any money you get's gonna be money well spent. Uh, absolutely. Hey, as you long as we're straight. being honest, I think we're all gonna make a little money, right? Oh, <laughs> Even <yeah>. Harvey.
1: Good <laughs> uh, <folks>. <laughs> God bless you, Gilroy, and God bless you, uh, Kansas, Fred. Right? <laughs> and I do believe you're going to heaven. I
2: do. I, oh, you're shucks. To- when, I, when I'm in a room like this, I feel like I already been there.
0: That's that's the miracle of capitalism is that if you're doing the right thing, you'll make money, and if you make money, then you know for sure you're going to heaven. So if a if a campaign like this didn't make everyone rich, could we really say it's doing any good? No.
3: You know, I I got an idea now. Part of the reason why I wanted to run for president, and this is just between you and me, fellas, I want to build a lazy river in my sprawling estates. I want to have this lazy river, something that I can do by myself, but it still goes like a long way, like a mile down and stuff like that.
0: Well, with all due respect, that sounds like something you could do without winning the presidency, unless there's some kind of eminent domain issues where you need to. uh,
3: Well, staff, mostly a lazy river that big is mandatory to be staffed, Uh, you know, especially a mile long. You'll need regular maintenance. We're estimated that my lazy river is going to cost us around 10 million dollars a year.
0: Well, why don't you just use unpaid interns to staff it and tell them it's like a political job so they can get into the the sort of Republican political establishment by working a summer there?
3: Working a summer as my own private chauffeur at the Lazy River.
0: Of course, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, that is one way. Perhaps we can even divert maybe some campaign funds for the Lazy River. And as such, you will all be, you know, extended a pass uh, to visit the Lazy River whenever you want. However, on Sundays, I do request that the Lazy River be mine
2: alone. That That's a reasonable uh, request. And and uh, 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 where we're on the subject, I, I, I happen to know a few people in the Wife w- River business who will be happy to give you uh, a a. Cut rate deal on one of these things.
1: And, uh, well, uh, my, good fr- my good friend uh, Lee Marvin, he has a, about a, a dozen boys, and they're just about the dirtiest boys you've ever seen. Just uh, well, they're just they're just filthy, and they reek to high heaven. And well, they are. He does get them to work though. And they they would he would be you know more than happy to help Gilroy construct his uh, bridge uh, over the river.
0: You know, I think uh, I've seen some of these, these demon rat protesters out there who want to stop American industry. Uh, they have this phrase, water is life. And I think we could use their own logic against them by claiming that this lazy river is a person and then we can put it on the payroll of the campaign and pay the river as if it's working for the campaign and we can put as much money as we want into it legally by the demon rat's own logic. Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: Now, now, tell me, by using the demon rat's logic, are they going to become aware of this Levy River and perhaps put it, you know, or, or is it going to be, wait, hold on a second, is that, is that rats or Democrats? Are you saying, which one, are you saying the actual well, it's all rats? the
0: same. No, I'm not talking about specific rats right now. I'm talking about the Democratic Party. But to me, that's all the same, really.
3: Okay, so when you say demon rats, you're talking about the Democrats and not actual rats. Uh, Because earlier you was talking about actual rats. It
2: seems like it's a mixture of some some real rats, some demonic rats, and then just some uh, Democratic humans. Yeah, that's what's going
0: on over there. And I think if we hammer that home in the debates, uh, that's a winning issue.
3: And, you know, we go on debates, we say that, you know, the Democrats are making human rat hybrid creatures, you know, the vote pray to Satan. Yep. You know, maybe we should start off a little, a little smaller than that. I feel like if that's the first thing we say in the campaign, we're going to lose some people.
2: Well, that's why I'm saying you start with the, with the, with the, with the going to number two on the, the, on the school. Uh, Then you go with the anti booby trap repeal. And then, boom, you hit him with the demonic rats.
3: I want to ban chair yoga as well. I don't think chair yoga is appropriate for our elderly population. You know, there's dangerous Eastern ideas. You know, we had, you know, back in my day when I was in gym class, we had good old fashioned stretching, you know, mm-hmm. touch your toes you know, do the little wheelie thing with your arm. I don't think we need any of these, you know, eastern ideas coming in and you know giving our our, our our seniors dangerous dangerous ideas.
2: I I never understood what was wrong with sweating to the oldies. That that did it for generations of old folks, and now all of a sudden we gotta be importing these uh, dastardly eastern practices.
3: And you know the excitement alone from bingo can cause an elderly person to burn over five hundred calories. That's why they're constantly refreshing their intake with the there's originals.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, during during Prohibition, bingo was actually illegal to play. And I'm suggesting maybe these Democrats are trying to make it illegal again.
3: Oh, I also want to say I'm going to make it illegal uh, to do something gay on a jumbotron of a sports game. I'm sick of seeing that. I think people should be locked up for that if they pretend to do something gay, like suck on something or try to touch the friend's butt or kissing the friend or something like that. I I think that we've had enough of that at our sporting games, and we need to get rid of it. So I'm talking two, three years minimums. Uh, I think the elderly are going to really like that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. A a playing field where a bunch of men are getting sweaty and touching each other is Mm -hmm. no place for gay activity.
3: Absolutely. I I also want to release some stuff on VHS. We should come out with some VHS tapes. Either, you know, maybe some of my speeches or something. We just have them on VHS for people that want to watch it the good old fashioned way.
2: Yep. And you could do uh, eight track recordings, audio, put them in people's uh, Country Squire station wagons and whatnot.
3: You can't do vinyl, however, the dreaded hipster. No, good, the dreaded no hipster, you can't have them hipsters. The dreaded listed. hipster has ruined
2: vinyl uh-uh. records. Get that? No.
3: Get that out of here. Yeah. We don't want that no more. I
2: think we have VHS, VHS, uh, perhaps a couple of beta for a few people who uh, have never, the diehards who never really said no to that format. Uh, and and I well, understand I it. I mean, in many ways, against, uh, beta um, was a superior, more efficient uh uh, system in it it's uh, honestly well, sort of unjust of Gilroy the v- 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 embracing something
0: contest. called beta maybe we could cha- we could rebrand it to alpha for Gilroy's sake
2: mm, yeah that could help with the whole lev- man and up situation that i see
3: yeah the whole point of this is i'm supposed to be like the you know the pinnacle of masculinity mm, you know no, no, yeah, uh, you know i we should hire some artists you know to draw me and you know portrayal so masculine the borderline homoerotic you know not because i like that stuff but it seems to portray you know me draped in an american flag you know me you know perhaps in the love and embrace of an eagle something along those lines you know very fair to my hairline Mm -hmm. very fair to my skin tone and physicality
0: yeah i'm kind of imagining this flag being draped over you in such a way where it covers up your skin tag But your penis is fully exposed. Yes. Now that's a how. Now that's interesting.
1: Now how you could have Gilroy. We 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 were uh, when we were kids, we would take uh, a cup of water and and pour it on an anthill. You could have a YouTube of Gilroy pouring a cup on the. the Yeah,
2: I'll I'll sign off on that as long as he's bottomless. I think that uh, th- I think we found another wrinkle here in the in the whole uh, campaign presentation. When you're not wearing the barrel and the tuxedo pants, when you're not wearing the overalls, you are uh, absolutely Donald Ducking it and letting everybody yeah, know what what's, what's going I'm on. In Ant Hill, that, that's a vulgar ants, display of that masculinity.
0: Ants are small collectivist creatures like communists are. Mm-hmm. And we need to show that and they're red, too. And we need to show that we're willing to kill millions of them if they stand in the way of our way of life.
3: Absolutely. You know what I think is like a cool animal I could be associated with is, uh you know, what's the name of that big bird? A stork. A stork, I once saw it eat a whole other
0: bird. And well,
3: you I do thought, have a lot of
0: babies by a lot of different women, so a stork's kind of fitting.
3: You know, I know it's not quite as patriotic as the eagle, but, you know, I feel like a lot of the guys already took lion, Right. Can't really be a bear because the association with California. Well, Ben Franklin. It's hard Franklin, to find um, a new masculine type
0: animal. Ben Franklin famously wanted the stork to be the American mascot. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I don't want to be too much associated with that man. You know, I, while while the founding fathers were great men, you know, he did wear glasses, and I don't want to show that kind yeah, of. A weakness. bit of annoyed. Can't have that. Speaking of the Noid, has the Noid come through at Uh, all? I just got a text from the
2: Noid's manager, and he's willing to come to terms. Uh, I think we're just going to have to give him about 10% of uh, our ad buys. Uh, and you know I'll be taking an, an additional four percent on top of that, but that's, that's again All right. standard procedure.
3: Well, you know, just to be safe, we should give everybody at the table another two percent, so everybody even half given two percent. So Seems we'll just fair. round it up to about a nice solid number, like twenty percent. We'll skip you know, off the top. Gilroy, we get this going. is sort
0: of an ace in the hole for me, and I didn't know if I should bring it up in our first meeting, but it could go a long way in the general. Um. I happen to pray to an anthropomorphic rat lord in hell, who can use his demonic magic to guarantee us Arizona and Wisconsin in the in the oh. election.
3: Oh, Now I like the idea. I think I could have got Arizona on my lonesome, but Wisconsin—they they just help put in a Wisconsin. liberal on
0: that court up there, you know.
3: Oh yeah, but I'm gonna go up there with my overalls, and you know they're gonna be drinking beer out of the palm of my hand.
0: Oh, yeah. See, I'm not saying I have to reach out to him yet, but I'm just letting you know the option is there for the general that this rat lord in hell with demonic magical powers is willing to back you on 100%. Wait,
2: well, let's wait, get a meeting with the rat lord, I suppose. Wait, wait, you a know, minute. hold on, let man. Me, let, me, let me write this down here. You're talking about a, a, a rat lord from hell? Is that is that correct? Yes,
0: he's an so, anthropomorphic rat lord.
2: Okay, so he'd be a rat... In hell, so some sort of would I be wrong to say demon rat? Well, some people might
0: say that, but that has bad connotations on Earth, you know. Yeah, it's kind of different than the ones we see here on demon
2: Earth. Demon rats are running wild around the place now. You're telling we well, should well, get are. money from one of them. Wait, so why
0: are the Democrats going to support me? They're not. This is a different thing. He's not from this plane of existence, and he's actually good.
1: Wait
3: a minute. But so he's a good rat. Demon rats. And the
0: rats,
1: bad used demon to, the rats, rats used to. The ra- rats used to not uh, care for politics. They would. Well, I, we would go, we'd put sticks of butter on our feet, we'd slide around like ice skates. And <laughs> that was the rats.
0: That was a simpler uh, they, time back then, wasn't
3: it? No, that, that now, Harvey, we talked about this, Harvey that's from Muppets, Muppets Do Manhattan. That's how the rats cook at the diner. And, we watched it last yeah, night, ratso. Harvey You know,
0: Manhattan used to be safe back then. It was okay for rats to do stuff like that. Now all the rats are criminal Democrats. <laughs>
3: Oh, I wouldn't, you know, this. I just want to say this campaign is not going to be caught dead in New York or California. Not wasting that time there, not going to any city. I, I want to put the cap on towns of 2,000. I don't want to go anywhere outside of a town of 2,000. How
2: about this? I raise you, I raise you this. We All of your uh, public appearances are in the middle of a field. Uh, at least oh. at least 50 miles from the nearest human settlement. And it's just you in a big old open field just talking about uh, what your issues are. And then we just wrap a helicopter, come down and suck you up with, with a rope. And then we're off to the next big old open field. And you never <laughs> have to go anywhere near any human settlement ever again.
0: You know, I think what makes this strategy even better is if we change the electoral system to be one vote per town or city. One vote for per field, you know? Yeah, even a field, too. Everything where, if even one person lives there, it gets one vote. And a city like New York City, that has one vote as well. Now, now
3: I'd be very interested in that. I think that could benefit us quite greatly. However, I'm not optimistic that during the span of this campaign, before the presidential election, that we will be able to get
0: fields to vote. We might be able to get there by forcing it to the Supreme Court really quickly.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm. You know, I know, sir. Uh, uh, the Strat, Kentucky. What do you think of the viability
2: of that? Well, you're gonna to have to grease yourself a good number of palms to get something like that approved in time for the election. I'll tell you what. So you're gonna to have to uh, grab a whole bunch of old people by their support hose and shake them uh, until they their their dang pockets is empty because that's gonna that's a tall order. I'll tell you what. Just my just my fee for for being bag man in these transactions is gonna add up significantly.
3: Yeah, no, well, you're worth it. You're worth every penny, Kentucky Reds. So I don't want to even hear you bring up. You're gonna get. Basically, all the money you want. Okay. Uh, You can even see right here. I don't know about you guys. Maybe this could help in getting some stuff done around here. I have about a a couple of uh, uh, canvas bags with big dollar signs on them, Uh, indiscriminately filled with money, checks, Mm. coins, and whatnot. I'm just going to hand these around the room and see what you guys can get started with that. And I ain't counting, so don't worry about reporting back. I trust you guys. You guys are my best friends. Uh, uh, most importantly, I want to say I think running for president is, is going to be really, really, really fun. So let's all just make sure we have a ton of fun in this. Yeah, process. you guys
2: gotta remember to have fun out there. So I'll take this whole this whole bag here. I'll take that with me, and you know I'll get in touch with my my people on the Hill about getting that legislation run through real quick about making the land vote. And, and, uh, you know, I'll let you know, it, it might take some more, just warning you and uh, you know, closer to the date. I'll, I'll, i might be hitting you up for that. Just so you know, well, that
3: bag alone is just from the Adams family donation, So I think we're going to have more to go around. So you go have fun, Kentucky red, you go and do your thing. Yeehaw! Uh- I, now, for the rest of us, I believe we have a, a, a meeting taking place. We got to get down to the Hooters right now. Charlie Sheen is waiting. He says he's got a couple bowling shirts for us to try on, so want we'll to make sure everybody's ready. Y'all ready to head down there? Oh, absolutely. Javi, ha- Harvey. Harvey. Uh, We're going uh, to Hoot. We're going to uh, Hooters. Oh, uh, Now? Yeah, we're going now. So go ahead, You got a little mayonnaise on the side of your shirt sleeve, right mm. there. If you want to wipe that off, I don't know how you keep getting these sandwiches. Was, you ain't take a bite out of any of them. It was it
1: was with Ken Iser that I went to to Hooters for the first time, and we had, we had just gone to the to the drive-in, and you know he he said, you know if I if these, some of these Hooters girls were at the drive-in with us, you know I'd be smelling my car seat every day, you know, and uh, and Ken he he was. Well, he was a great man. He and he died in Vietnam, and uh, he killed himself. And I sure do miss him.